This is the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. We help you grow your faith as you grow your business. And now, your host, Jesse Cole. Welcome to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. I am your host, Coach Jesse Cole. Thank you very much for being with us today. You know, I truly appreciate you spending time with us on this podcast for seeing the value and what uh, we bring to the marketplace. And I pray that you begin to see uh, the manifestation of God's best in your life and in your business. Today, we're talking about the danger of self-esteem. I want to challenge your mind today um, because we're always taught that we should have self-esteem, that we should have confidence. And if you are a parent, I know for a fact that many of you, you want your children to have self-esteem. You want them to have confidence. We teach them that. We want them to be productive citizens. We want them to be everything that God has called them to be. And we know that that takes confidence. But there is a danger in having self-esteem. So I want you to be thinking about your definition of self-esteem. Like what does self-esteem mean to you? What does it look like to you? What does it feel like to you? And on a scale of one to 10, where does your self-esteem lie? So think about your definition. Think about on a scale of one to 10, where does your self-esteem lie? And also, I want to challenge you to ask, answer this question to yourself. Why is your self-esteem number what it is? So if your self-esteem is a five, why is it a five? If it's a seven, why is it a seven? And so when we look at the definition of self-esteem, It's just having confidence in your ability, having confidence in what you bring to the table, having confidence in who you are, right? That's the most general definition of self-esteem that I can think about. It's just really knowing is knowing that you have something to offer, knowing that you have worked hard at something or that you've experienced a specific thing in life to the point to where you can see yourself mastering it. That no matter what the situation is, you can go into it with total confidence that you have what it takes to be the best at that specific thing. And many people don't have high self-esteem. And there are some people who teeter on arrogance (laughs) with their self-esteem. But I believe that it's important. I do. I know we're talking about the danger, but I believe it's important to believe in yourself, to have a strong belief in yourself, to have a strong belief And what you bring to the world, what you bring to the marketplace, since we're talking about kingdom business leaders, since this is growing your faith as you grow your business, since we do talk about that often, I believe that as kingdom business leaders that we should, we should believe in what we have and that we should have the mindset that I'm going to deliver excellence at the level that I can afford. I think we should have that. But here's the danger in having self-esteem. We're going to highlight the word self in self-esteem. You know, self-esteem can produce ego. And a great acronym for ego is edging God out. When you get to the point, when you think about, you know, who you are, when you get to the point that you feel like it's all about you and that you're self-made, like you don't need God to get it done, that your education or that your knowledge of your market and your ability to be ahead of the trends. When you depend too much on your own understanding and you 
cast off restraint and you are not acknowledging God in your life and in your business, that's dangerous. When your self-esteem gets to that point to where it's all about you, that's dangerous. We don't want to edge God out and we don't want to sit him in the corner of a room to you know pick him up when things get get hard either. As kingdom business leaders who are growing their faith as they grow their business, we are doing partnership. We are doing business in partnership with God. And he has sole control over everything. He is the controlling partner of our businesses. We're just the stewards. If we're trying to edge God out, we're trying to overthrow his rule and his command in our business. Right. So we, we don't want to do that. Self-esteem also exposes pride and pride is simply you want it your way. You don't want to listen to anybody else. You feel like your way is the best way and everybody else's way is beneath you. Self-esteem can expose that in us. And I believe that many of us, I think we all have a seed of pride on the inside of us in some kind of way, shape, form or fashion. And when your self-esteem gets to the point to where you don't want to listen when you can't even hear God, you can't even sense Holy Spirit, when you're not, you're not even putting yourself in a posture to listen, that's dangerous. Also, self-esteem makes you sensitive or susceptible to insecurity, meaning it's going to come a time when your own ability is not working. There's going to come a time when your, your own knowledge, your own wisdom, where your knowledge base is not enough to get to break through to the other side and you're going to realize that there's going to it's going to take a higher power something outside of you something that is stronger than you to get you to the next point something to fill that gap to get you to the next point and if you depend too much on yourself you become sensitive to the insecurity sometimes situations can come into your life that require a deeper understanding and you need to have that connection with God with Holy Spirit in order to get you through in order for you to grow as you're going through that goes back to that you know trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on your own understanding but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path when you trust too much in yourself then you are responsible for directing your path. When you trust too much in your own ability, then you are responsible for the results because you're self-made, because you did it on your own strength. But when you trust in God, when you are doing business in partnership with God, when you are having business meetings with him daily, asking him, God, what is your best? What do you want to do? What should we do? When you lean not on your own understanding, but you acknowledge God in all your ways, in your business, in your marriage, in your life, in your family, in your community, when you can sense God in everything that you're doing, then you will have a clear path because he's directing it. So we, we want to make sure that we don't edge God out. We want to make sure that our pride is in check. We want to make sure that we, we aren't depending too much on ourselves, so that we're not sensitive or susceptible to our insecurities. Right. But not only that, I want you to remember that our self-esteem should be a reflection of what the word of God says about us. And there's a scripture in first Peter uh, two and nine that really brings this home. 
And I want to make sure that you understand how powerful this is. And it says that you are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into the wonderful light. Right. First, Peter says that we are royal priests, a holy nation. And because of that, we can be the example of God here on this earth. Why? Because we're no longer living in darkness. We're no longer casting off restraint. We're no longer putting Christ in the corner. Like, no, that he is our he is our cornerstone. The, the, the same stone that the builders rejected. He is the thing that holds everything together. We are we are chosen. That's what the word says about us. But also, we have to remember that the depth of your self-esteem depends on you renewing your mind daily. You know, we are faced with so much information in various different ways every day, whether it's through our phones, whether it's through the computer, um, whether it's through TV, with the news, the music we listen to, the things that we watch. We get an abundance of information Every single day. And it's like the world is telling us what to think and how to feel. And so as believers, we have to make sure that we, even though we're plugged into what the world is doing, that we're not of the world. We're in it, but we're not of it. We have to stay plugged into what heaven is doing. Right. Because we are kingdom business leaders. You are kingdom moguls. What is a kingdom mogul? A kingdom mogul is a business leader who is led by the spirit of God to do the work of God in the marketplace using godly principles, the opposite of what the world is doing. So we want to make sure that we stay plugged in, that we are renewing our minds daily. Romans 12, 2 is a great example of this. It gives us some great instruction. It says that don't that we should not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. The world is doing this. The world says this. Acknowledge that. But we are to trust in what the what, what God says. We're not supposed to copy what the world says is the standard because it's only it's it's, it's like vapor in the, in the wind. It's here and it's, and it's gone. But when we let God transform us into a new person by changing our what our minds, changing the way we think, not just at the point of, of salvation or the point of baptism, but every day, this is a continuous process. Every single day we are allowing God to wash us, wash our minds, to renew our minds daily. Because like I said, we, we get new information every single day from various sources that contradict what the word of God is saying and what God says about you. Right. The world says that you have to chase this, that success looks like this. But God says, no, this is what success looks like. And so when you are constantly in a battle between what the world says and what God says, we have to make sure that we don't take on what the world is saying is our standard. No, the world is not our standard. We live here, but we're not of this world. We're in it, but we're not of it. We're kingdom citizens. We're here to make sure that the kingdom agenda is pushed forth, that as many people as possible catch this message, catch this lifestyle and began to live it. That's why we were put here in the first place. So we want to make sure that we are renewing our minds daily. The stability of our self-esteem requires us to confront our irrational fears and limiting beliefs. Irrational fears, things that we put in our mind that probably aren't real in the first place. 
right? Limiting beliefs, things that we tell ourselves, thoughts that we think that, first of all, go against what God says about us. And second of all, they probably aren't even real. <laughs> These limiting beliefs that keep us stuck. Man, I love what Philippians 4, 8 says about this. It says, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Listen, anything that is beautiful, that is true, that is right, that is honorable, that is pure, that is lovely, that is excellent, that is worthy of praise. Those are the thoughts that we need to be thinking about. I'm not saying that we live in this fantasy world where we don't acknowledge the hardships or the challenges. But the way to keep us going, because those, you know, those limiting beliefs and those irrational fears, they keep us stuck. And we begin to analyze our current situation and it gets it begins to get worse and worse and worse. And you're going to find yourself in this cave and it's going to be hard to come out because of what you're thinking about, because of what you're believing about yourself, because of what you're believing about your situation. But when you think on things that are true and honorable and excellent and pure and just and admirable and worthy of praise. Listen, those are the thoughts that you want to be thinking because those are the thoughts that God has of you. Oh my gosh, that's some good stuff. Those are the thoughts that God has of you. So you want to make sure that you are renewing your mind with those kind of thoughts, that you are in environments that foster you thinking those kind of thoughts. That you are connected to people who remind you to think about those kind of thoughts. That you acknowledge what's really happening, but you also see what's like what's happening in heaven. Like this is what this is what God thinks of me, and my situation, my hardship, my challenge is not bigger than my God. This is not fantasy thinking. This is kingdom thinking. This is how kingdom moguls think, renewing our mind daily. With thoughts of purity, honor, admirable, being excellent. Listen, this is the kind of life that we're supposed to live. I also want you to remember that our self-esteem grows and is perfected when we put into practice God's best for us. When we put into practice, when we continually do it, when we continually do God's will, when we continually apply the word of God to our life, when we continually speak life over ourselves when we continually speak scripture into ourselves listen that is when our faith is perfected and that is when our self-esteem is perfected because we are actually not dependent on our own understanding but we are depending on what god says about us listen to this paul says three different times i begged the lord to take take it away this tormenting thorn in my flesh right paul says three different times i begged the lord to take it away and each time he said now, I'm not taking it away. My grace is all you need. <laughs> my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. Listen, my power works best when you are weak, when you recognize, when you understand, when you are in a posture of weakness, that's when I can work. Because if you think you're strong, then I can't compete with your strong. I can compete, but I'm not going to compete with your strong. When you acknowledge that you're weak and you acknowledge me, that's when I can go to work. He says, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. And because Paul believed that, he can say this. That is why I take pleasure in my weaknesses. <laughs> and in the insults and the hardships and the persecutions and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, listen, he is repeating, he is, he is repeating back 
what God told him, for when I'm weak, then I'm strong. It's almost like he said, okay, God, your grace is sufficient for me. You said your power works best. And guess what? When I'm weak, that's when I'm strong. If you said it, that's what it is. How often do you recite God's revelation or God's word back to yourself? All right, God, I know I'm sick. That's what the doctor says. We can look at the chart and say it and see it. But your word says, by your stripes, I'm healed. And even if I don't come out of this, I trust that you that you can bring me out. I thank you for these doctors. You've this is their gift. You've put them here to do this. I understand. And I'm going to listen. But I know that the ultimate decision is up to you. I, I trust you. So I want you to remember that, yes, it's possible and it's good to have confidence and self-esteem. But our esteem, our self-esteem should be a reflection of what God says about us, not about what we say about us. And that we should always remember that we are not self-made, but that we are God-made. His strength is made strong when we are weak, when we acknowledge that. The danger in self-esteem. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. You can support the podcast by subscribing, downloading your favorite episode, and sharing the podcast via social media. Don't forget to visit KingdomMogulCoaching.com to find more resources to help you grow your faith as you grow your business. Remember, what you want to become depends on your willingness to become it.